Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapers TV show. I'm your host, Christine Innes, and I'm really excited to have this beautiful lady joining me, Pushpa. And um, she is just incredible. And for me, somebody who um, uh, like really inspires me. So I'm very grateful to have you here. She is the host of the Leadership Mastery TV and um, also the founder of Leadership by Design. So welcome and thank you for joining me, lovely. You're more than welcome. Thank you for having me here today. I really love what you do. And, you know, um, I'm very big on leadership. And I think, you know, leadership is, you know, it can be done in so many different fields. You know, it's not just in corporate, but we can be leaders in our life. We can be leaders in the community um, and all of that. But talk about your sort of journey in the leadership field and, you know, what really set you onto that path of you know focusing on leadership so for me leadership started at a very young age and i won't go into the full story but it was when my mom died i was i think i was younger than 10 years old and i had nine brothers seven were um pretty much you know still at school and i took on the role of being mom at home looking after my father And at that time, I did not realize what I was doing. And I think it's something that I just went into autopilot. And then throughout the years, over the last 20, 30 years, I've had quite a few challenges. And it's become a habit where I've grown within and decided to take on the leadership role so that I could take the people with me to a better place, whether it was my kids, whether it was family. And um, I, I believe leadership really comes from within. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the things that for me is like, I really pick up on your passion for leadership. And I think that's probably where, you know, you bring out that passion side of it. So people can really step into the power of being a great leader. Do you find Mm -hmm. that there's, you know, um, for me, I know that there's many different types of leadership, but, you know, do you think that everybody has leadership within themselves? Absolutely. There are, obviously, there are born leaders who emerge into the field. Most of the time, their sustaining in that leadership role is limited because leadership is skills that we all have within ourselves. It's literally accessing them. The secret is to grow them continuously, to nurture them, to keep checking yourself, to have your self-reflections, to see where you are as a leader. And I think that's where the the balance doesn't come in. Like in today's society, people will go and do a one-week, two-week leadership course, and then they go on to take that leadership role, but they haven't really learned the authenticity of it that comes from within. And if they only connected with that and realized, you know, their passionate level of being in that role as a leader, they'll find that they're at a different pedestal than most leaders are in today's world. Yeah, I love that because I'm really much about, you know, being true and authentic. And I think that, you know, obviously from looking back in my corporate days that I probably wasn't showing up authentically because I thought that I had to have a particular persona associated with how I should be, you know, as a leader. Do you think that, you know, we are slowly, you know, getting that sort of, I don't know if say mindset, I guess, and just allowing people to really show up true and authentic, but they can still be leaders and be quite um, strong and, you know, very influential, even if they show up as themselves. 
Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the whole thing about leadership is that if you want to influence people, you've got to be that person that already has control of their mind, their heart, their emotion, their physiology. Because if you cannot lead yourself, it's going to be near enough impossible to lead others. And if you don't have followers, then you're merely taking a walk. So it's really important that, yes, leadership is influential. It has to be because you won't be in that leadership role if you weren't going to influence other people. The thing is to do it for the right reasons and for you to be able to enjoy that journey in every moment of your role. And the role could be a lifetime role. For example, you might be a homestay parent or you might have your own business. Wherever you are as a person in any type of leadership role, it really, really is important that whatever you're doing comes from within first. I think that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And I think a lot of the times is that you really can see you know, true born leaders. And I mean, I look at some of my nieces and nephews now and I'm like going, some of them are true born leaders. They're very you know, they're very strong and, you know, not afraid to take charge, but also too, that they really know their sense of self. And I think when you know your sense of self, it's very easy for you to lead. It's very easy for you to, you know, um, take people on a journey because you're, mm. you already have that sort of solid foundation already and you're not having to mm. look elsewhere. You can really trust within yourself. And, and that's really great because you've said nieces and nephews. It's really great to see today's youth coming from that space because, you know, youth are so techie, um, techie savvy right now. Mm. A lot of them have a lot of friends online, but when it comes to friends that they really, really do have on a personal level, they probably couldn't even count them on one hand. Mm. But when we see youth and you probably, and it's right, you know, out of a hundred, you'll probably see a handful that really come from that, selfless place whether it's in a youth club or whether it's in a sports arena and they really want their colleagues and their friends to be in a better place so i think kudos to your niece and nephew that they're actually doing that and coming from that space yeah it, it is i mean obviously you know with um i even find you know just in my social network and you're like going well i know these people but i only know them socially like via social media and it, it we are at a disconnect and it is very hard how can you be a leader in your industry if you're really? not getting out there if you are not showing up and whether or not that is online or whether or not you're in person and i think that you know we really need to step that up a lot more we need to get back to the yes. human connection and really show people you know these different skills and knowledges um that we've learned you know back in the day um you You've know actually nailed it there the human connection because we live in a world where people are just living as human doings it's like as if they're on an automated machine mm. we need to come back to being a human being as you were meant to be yeah. And again, the connection is very important. And I think great leaders know how to connect. I think that's probably one of the, the best qualities that a good leader has. Do you find that, you know, obviously in your work that you find that there's other qualities that you can sort of go that really make a great leader? Yes. Personal development is probably one of the biggest lessons that I teach. A leader, no matter what role, 
should always be personally growing themselves. There's always an element of growth in any and every area of your life. So I believe that growth is the most important thing. You cannot grow enough and that should be done intentionally. Uh, something like I, I, I set my intent the day before and I always do it in the evening for the next day. And when I do my intent for the next day, it always involves an element of personal development in there. And then I'll find that my to-do list follows naturally from there. And throughout the night, unconsciously, I'm already preparing for the day ahead of me, which sort of ignites a passion in front, in, inside me as well. And the joy of wanting to get up and just, you know, start working to make that happen. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, you know, personal development and um, like I remember back in my corporate days when I first started in management and, you know, I was leading a team and I think um, I was at the young age of 19 and I had a team and, oh, you, know, wow. you know, and I I was sort of like this deer in a headlight going, oh, what, you know, what am I doing and all that. But I went and I asked my manager that time, I'm like going, I, I, I have never really led a team and he goes, no, that's okay. He goes, I want you to, you know, follow other people and look <laughs> at the other team leaders and all that sort of stuff. But I knew how to connect with people. I knew how to have conversations. I knew how to, yes. you know, really, you know, just speak to them like as, as a normal sort of person. And I think, you know, that was one of the, my biggest attributes of obviously being a leader but, you know, I also questioned myself going, oh, I'm 19. What did he see in me? But, you know, <laughs> when he, you know, he asked me, you know, with it. Um, so, you know, I've, I was always, I was very grateful because that really, you know, led me on such an incredible career pathway. Um, but with yes. the leaders that you work with now, do you see um, a new trend coming through? Um, you know, obviously for people who are starting out in their career or, you know, even in mm. business, is there a trend on the type of leadership? And I don't want to say style, but just the way that they are embracing it and, you know, um, being able to help lead and influence others. Yeah, I, I think um, more so now people are, You've, and you've said the right word in communicating, in connection as well. I believe people are being more honest in their roles as well. And some of the leaders that I've been working with, especially corporate and government, they've started to realize that there's no more dictatorship, that you, know, you have to be mm -hmm. a part of that team. And if something doesn't work out, that's great. You know, take the owners, be a part of that team, 5% focus on what's not happened and then 95% focus on the solution. So a lot of leaders and, and it comes back to the personal development. Again, they're accessing a lot of resources, which is freely available on the internet and they're actually growing themselves. I'm surprised at how many people are because there was a, what I do is take ancient wisdom with modern practices and have integrated the both. And I can actually see the gap that many, many years ago, this is what leadership was actually about. It, all, it was always about the person first, then came the highlight of service. So leadership really is about being a servant. And I think in the middle area, people were refusing to serve. Well, Leadership literally is about service. And now that we're coming into this day and age and the millennials are coming in as well, you'll see that we're sort of going back into that really 
a starting point of let's grow you and then let's go out and work with other people. Yeah. And I, I love yeah. that because it is such a big culture change that is, you know, occurring everywhere. And I think even, you know, as, um, you know, a business owner myself and, you know, I still have, you know, quite a lot of friends that work in corporate and the personal development side is really starting to increase quite a lot. And I don't think that you can learn too little or too much. I think, you know, as human no. beings, we crave learning. We, you know, crave to continue to evolve and work on ourselves. So, mm. you know, learning these new styles and learning more about yourself, it actually helps you be a better leader. Yeah, and what I, I was like last week, I was um, in all the townships and rural, and the programs that I'm offering there is it's not just a one-off event. They've had a lot of people come in and do a day event here, a lot of government departments, you know, because these are places that have suffered either the drought, the floods or fires. Mm. And because they haven't got consistency, nothing is happening. So what I do is, for example, I'm just doing a project in January. I'll go in there in January. My, my keynote is not about my workbook. And I give them that workbook. And then throughout the three months, every two weeks, there'll be a webinar call where, where I can work with them. It literally is one-on-one yeah. and provide that support over three months to make sure that by the end of that three months they are really comfortable in the changes that they're going to be implementing most of them would have already taken a lot of actions and that's what we need to do because I, I I mean as you know I've been a senior leader for you know some very famous people in the world and I've seen people spend tens and thousands of dollars attending a six seven day seminar you'd be lucky if 95% of that audience actually goes out and does something that's long sustainable. Mm. Which is that really, because they're in the moment, they're in the hype of the event, you know, they're seeing their dreams, they've, you know, they've targeted their beliefs, but unless they've really attached a pain to attending the event, you'd be surprised at how many people, you know, really do get some result out of it. Yeah. And I think a lot of um, times it's like, you know, for a, a leader is that you really need to take that ownership and you need to take the ownership there and make yourself accountable for everything. And once you go and you commit and you, you know, take that action, your natural instincts start to kick in a little bit more. And, you know, all of the things that you learn and, you know, you've seen over the years, they allow you to sort of drive that sort of behavior or that leadership style a little bit more. So I find yeah. that, you know, you know, I've been to events where I've like gone out and I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm going to do this, going to do that. And then like a couple <laughs> of days later, I'm like, oh, I can't remember with it. But yeah, that's it. You know, you sort of like, oh, what did they say? Because it is, yes, it's, it's the information overload sometimes too. And I think, uh, I, yeah. you know, as, you know, leaders and um, I think that, you know, sometimes it's about just trying to process the information but slowly implement little bits and pieces because yes. too much um, is overwhelm. And, you know, as human beings, we generally only process about three pieces of information at one time. Yeah, and, you know, everybody works at a different level. So if I, I five... I found natural leaders and they'll take on board and think, you know, we'll go and do it. They'll go ahead and do their plans and everything. 
we're all different and that's what's really unique yes it's great to have that competition but it's great to all also recognize you know how well do you resonate with what's being delivered what relates specifically to you because too often we're influenced by the environment and we think that uh, because everybody else is doing that that's what we need to do uh, one of the questions that I ask when I do my programs is that who are you then who are you truly? And then the third question always relates to, is that who were you supposed to be before anybody told you what you were, what you are today? Mm. So really getting back because half, I, I could probably say 77% of the world's population are living a life according to expectations and what other people's beliefs and values have been embedded in them. Mm. Uh. Look, I mean, obviously, that's a lot what I work with my clients with. And, you know, it's about stripping back all of those sort of layers. And I found that um, in the corporate, I was showing up somebody else. I had all these masks and labels. Um, you know, I would have put my, as soon as I put on my yeah. corporate suit, like it was my suit of armor going into work. But I, it was like who I thought I needed to portray, not the true person who I am. Um, so Absolutely, I, yeah. I think a lot of leaders still need to learn that they need to, you know, get back to who they are and really, you know, what they want to actually, I guess, leave as a legacy in a way as a leader too, because, you know, we yeah. all have so much to offer and we have so much that we can give to people and to think about, you know, what impact do you want to leave, you know, during your journey? Mm. So when you are wearing your suit, did you feel constrained? Like, were you like constrained here in your communication or did you feel that you just wanted to take the suit off and just be the real you? I, I realise now that the reason why I would go home so exhausted at the end of the day is because I knew that I was trying to pretend to be somebody else. But it was, mm -hmm. I was, now when I go and write an email, I just write it. It's a natural flow. But I would remember sitting, right. you know, at the desk and I would be, Oh, a couple of days, you know, or oh, have to reread that. Oh, I wonder if they're okay. Or I'd pick up the phone going, did you get my email? Did, is it okay? You know, like really questioning, you know, because I wasn't being who I was and, you yeah. know, I, I can crack silly jokes sometimes and, you know, all that sort of stuff, but that mm. wasn't being shown in my corporate world because I wasn't showing up as myself. Oh. I wasn't, yeah. So, I mean, I, I absolutely love what you're doing because I think it's very, very important for the leaders, you know, to really be authentic mm. because we are so consumed with so much other influence and it's, it's just so much better to be yourself and to really shine through. Yeah. And, the, you know, it's like a, as if a whole load of weight's been lifted off your shoulders and mm. through us, uh, you've heard of uh, NLP through Neuro Linguistics Programming, when we've got the person back to being the person that they're meant to be, like you said yourself, in mm. corporate, it's like as if the weight, even from the body physically has started just slowly deteriorating because over years they've built up so much mm. that um, the, the energy is blocked. And the energy starts blocking, you know, from, from our saddlebags, from our hips up until it gets to a point where they feel that they feel so overwhelmed. And that's when the stress and the depression and sadness starts coming in. Mm, absolutely. And I mean, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago, you know, talking about, you know, leadership and, you know, um, I obviously have been in, you know, the corporate world for 
for about 20 years and most of it was always in leadership. But one of the big things that we talked about was obviously that whole openness of communication. And you mentioned that before, because I think that is one of the big things that is slowly breaking down that it is a very open and transparent um, communication all the way from the top down to the bottom. Are you seeing that yourself now, like going into these different organizations and seeing the transparency of the communication? The people sitting at the top of the hierarchy and I've worked with a lot of uh, companies national wide. It's taken time to break that barrier because they've, it, you know, they've created this habitual pattern. Like some organizations I'd go in at six o'clock in the morning and possibly do a yoga session with them, especially if they've got a day where there's going to be really hard decisions to be made. Mm. And, uh, even though we look at being transparent and the communication levels, we were really looking at the audience they were having. So, you know, when we match and mirror, so if somebody on the other side, for example, it was a buyer or a seller, they had to meet that person at their level of communication and then to sort of taper it down where they were both at a place where there was absolute trust between them so that they could move forward. And the, again, with the people at the top level, and this is not just in Australia, in the UK, it was really getting them to understand that this is not about you. It's what your client or whoever sitting in front of you, what do they need? What do they want? And then bringing yourself to that level, knowing that it's not sort of bringing you down in any way as a leader. In fact, it's putting you in a better stance for them and for yourself as well. Yeah, which all comes back from the place of service is that really is what a leader is there to do is we're here to serve. And sometimes you do need to make decisions, but it's really listening. It's, you know, finding the information that you need to be able to make those Mm -hmm. informed decisions to be able to, you know, lead either a team or lead the company, you know, all those different things as well. Yeah. And that's why um, for me personally, I've committed my life to a life of service Everybody has different beliefs. I truly believe in God and I believe in the unknown and my blind faith. And I've committed my life to serving. And up to now, I was doing a lot of community work. You know, I was reaching out to um, a lot of the nonprofits, hands-on. And where I've realized I have the greatest impact is if I reach the people at the higher level. Just like we've said now is that once that opens up and then it floods down to everybody that, you know, should be having that relevant information and communication as a leader should be delegating and as a leader should be communicating in their own, you know, in their own personal arena. Mm, Yeah, I agree. Uh, One of my um, old, uh, I I would say he was, he was also my supervisor, but he was a bit of a mentor for me. And he said, we do have a little bit backwards because we have, you know, Mm. these structures and hierarchies within organizations. And, you know, if we have a look at the word leader, but then we also have the word manager and literally they need to be switched around because um, we say (laughs) manager is higher than what a team leader is, but literally, you know, you've got a, a manager up here, but they're the ones that are leading it. They're the one filtering it down. So I think sometimes we get so stuck in the, the title, we get stuck in, you know, the formalities of it and yes. forget the right. higher purpose of what we're here for. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful. Mm. So 
Um, I look, as I said, I absolutely love what you do. And I think it's, it's really needed um, out there to really have a conversation, but also to be able to help people embrace their leadership and just to know that there is multiple different ways of leading. Um, there is just not one stock standard way because we're all unique individuals no. as well. What would you say um, would be like one piece of advice that you, are, you know, for somebody out there who is wanting to step into a leadership role um, to really help them, you know, grow and develop into a, a, a beautiful leader? I'd say intentionally grow yourself every day. Intentionally look at your ability to developing you as a person and already visualizing yourself as a leader because you've already made decisions and choices. You've already taken on that leadership role in your life. Yeah. I love that. Uh, look, thank you so much for joining us today because I think this is just a, a, an amazing conversation and I think it's something that really needs to be had because there are so many leaders out there that, you know, they don't think that they are a leader. But as we said, you know, there's leaders in the family, there's leaders in community and it's about them really growing and developing and, you know, embracing their strengths that they have as well. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you You're so right. much um, for joining You're us today. More than welcome. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love speaking to you. So yeah. um, I want to thank everyone for joining us for this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show. I'm going to put all of Pushka's details um, below that you can reach out and follow her um, and get in touch with her. Um, if you um, need any help and advice um, on leadership, she is definitely the person to go to. So thank you everyone for watching. To remember to follow your passion in life as life is too short. It's about filling it with love, joy, abundance and flow and to live each day to the fullest. I'm your host, Christine Innes, and I want to thank everyone for joining us on this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show. Thank you.